When we grieve, especially within those first absolutely awful six months to a year after our loved one has passed, we really do have a terrible tendency to turn within and avoid just about everything. Yes, to withdraw from just about everything that is good and decent because of the deep, dark pain in our soul that we've allowed to hide us from expressing our painful feelings and the helpful fellowship of others is very, very unhealthy in every way possible. We can be hurting so much that we withdraw from even those who dearly love us. We can be hurting so much that we'll even withdraw from the only one who totally, completely, and unconditionally loves us more than anybody could possibly do, and that is our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who cares for us no matter what, far beyond what we could possibly, humanly understand. Most likely, our grieving may have got us off track with our loving, caring Savior. He's never left us. We left Him. We let ourselves fall into that deep, dark, bad ditch of despair and hopelessness and soul pain. And we fell so hard and deep into that ditch that at times it seems almost impossible to look up and see out of it, much less to believe that the good track above even still exists. But he's patiently waiting for us to raise our hands up for him to take them and to bring us back up on the track with him so he can carry us the rest of the way. Are you ready for him to carry you back up on the track? So how do you uh, and I do this? How do you and I get out of that awful ditch that's right beside the track where Jesus is to pull us up so as to bring restoration and healing and reorganization and recovery into our painful grieving? Well, there is a way. And I want to share with you a very powerful healing way that we can do this. It's the foundational way that will be the pattern for our healing. So, are you ready for this absolutely life-changing information I'm about to share with you? Well, if so, get a pen and paper or your journal because you'll want to have this information before you, especially at the end of the day or maybe just before you go to bed or whatever time you choose. You'll need to take this quick self-assessment inventory. You may even want to take it several times throughout the day. I encourage you to do this at least once a day or once in the evening as it will change your life. Okay? Ready? Got that pen and paper? Great. Let's do this. On that piece of paper, at the top of the middle of the page above the first line, which could be a real or an imagined line, write these two words. Fruit assessment. That's fruit assessment. Then, on the first line, on the far left-hand side, 
right on that horizontal line, the first word I'll be telling you. Then under that first word, you'll be writing the rest of the 12 words, one underneath each other. So there's a total of 13 words you'll be writing down underneath each other. You may want to pause this podcast for each one if I'm going too fast for you in order for you to write them down. Okay, so here they are. In order. Love. Write love down on that first line. Now, underneath love, write joy. Then underneath joy, write peace. Then underneath peace, write long-suffering. That's one word, long-suffering. Then underneath long-suffering, write kindness. Then underneath kindness, write goodness. Then underneath goodness, write faithfulness. Underneath faithfulness, write gentleness. Underneath gentleness, write self-control. Underneath self-control, write crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires. Now with that one, you'll want to put with its passions and desires on the line underneath it. Now then, underneath crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires, write not conceited. Then underneath not conceited, write not provoking one another. And finally, underneath not provoking one another, write not envying one another. Now, draw up and down lines starting from underneath fruit assessment that are spaced apart just enough to enable you to put a neat little check mark in it. Make as many vertical, that's up and down lines, as your paper will allow. You know, going from left to right near the edge of the page. And measure it so as to start your first line just to the right of the longest word sentence, which is probably crucifying the flesh with its passions and desires, which should have taken up two lines. Now, once you've drawn those lines, you can now draw horizontal lines. Those are the ones going across under each under Neath each of the words, thereby creating little boxes for your check marks. If your paper already has horizontal lines, then don't bother to do that. Now, you may want to put the day and month at the very top of each box you've created. Okay, see where this is going? Yep, you'll give yourself a check mark or an X in that day's little box next to each of those 13 words. It's a powerful assessment tool for you to see how you're doing for that day to keep us on track 
and out of the ditch. Now, if you have any X's, then you want to ask for our Lord Jesus Christ's help through the power of the Holy Spirit in that area. If you've given yourself a check mark, then praise Him by thanking Him for that fruit. And so it goes for however many days until you don't need to write the check mark or X down, but rather it now becomes automatic with you in your mind because the Holy Spirit is your helper and He will guide you into truth and a sound mind and repentance when you blow it with an X mark. Immediately ask God to forgive you of that sin. Don't do it again. That's called repentance. And trust Him to carry you through it next time. Now I leave you with Galatians 5, verses 22 through 26. It tells us, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another.